0: it's Madison the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. So what we
1: heard, me and the students heard, was a bunch of gunfire. So uh, we just, you know, ducked, uh, t- turned off the lights and got out of sight and um, tried to go through the normal lockdown procedures. Can can you tell us Dale, uh, how you learned about what was going on? What was your reaction? What happened? Um, I learned about it bit by bit uh, as information was coming in. Um, my students gotcha. were the ones who realized it was gunfire. At first, I thought it was um, a bunch of people throwing dust, but my students, um, but my students immediately said, "Hey, that's gunfire." and spring into action. There.
0: <clears throat> Let's stop right there. Think about that. Here was the teacher. <clears throat> I. Um, the, the teacher didn't recognize it as gunfire. <clears throat> wow. The students. Whoa, 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 wait, teach. <laughs> That's gunfire. Let's go to the phones. And, uh, Well, I don't know why I didn't bring up George Floyd. Let me me go to uh, Manisha, North Carolina. First time caller. Thank you, Manisha. Thank you, Manisha.
2: Hi, good morning. Um, Good morning. Sorry if I get upset. About three or four weeks ago here where I work in Winston-Salem at a high school, we had a shooting.
0: Okay. And
2: what actually occurred was between two, I'll make a long story short, I'll try, with, between two students that had ongoing confrontation with each other. In the middle of the hallway, in the, in the middle of the day, around 12, 1 o'clock lunchtime in front of the cafeteria, all we hear is bam, bam. The guy shoots the student. Hallways packed, cafeteria packed, he shot the boy. All of a sudden, the students start running everywhere. Everybody gets upset. Long story short, they had to put about 12. We got about eight, to, I'd say 10 to 12 high schools in the radio, a 20-mile radius. Mm-hmm. All of them went on lockdown because at mm-hmm. the time of the shooting on TikTok, where I don't understand how certain mm-hmm. things are banned and certain things aren't, but a whole nother conversation, on mm-hmm. TikTok... Other students are posting guns saying, we're going to get you, we're going to get you. So it comes out that this is this whole kind of gang rivalry thing. My point being, this is now what you said earlier. It's a black issue. It's a white issue. It's a yellow issue. It's a purple issue. I think we need, I'm a resource like as far as like a peer counselor in the school, peer-to-peer to Mm -hmm. to get students to help each other. We absolutely need metal detectives in the school. At the mm-hmm. schools here in Winston-Salem, we have resource officers. <clears throat> we have on-duty sheriffs, the sheriff's department. They are mm-hmm. at the school. Some schools mm-hmm. have one. Some schools have two. Now, what I feel like, North Carolina, I don't, I don't know the whole how it works, the logistics of the lottery, the education, the money from the lottery that's supposed to go into the schools and go into the education. Right. And the school that this happened in, with some of the comments it, it it blew me away, but I wasn't surprised, like, "Oh, this is a nice neighborhood. Oh, you have hundred you have three four hundred thousand dollar homes behind this school. They're so shocked that it happened in this school. Don't right. be shocked because we need, we need, we need the me- i'm sorry, it's just so much to say. We need the metal detectives absolutely, because I feel like at the end of the day they're yeah. in the courthouse they're in the courthouses. Right. When you go through, when you go through the door, so why can't we put one of the resource officers at the front door instead of not not knocking the resource officers? I think they're told to sit in their cars mm-hmm. at a certain time or they're told to be in certain parts of the parking lot. Let them be at the door, bringing the doing the scanning and the wand, and then the kid goes into the school because what's happening is ever since that shooting about three or four weeks ago,
3: yeah.
2: we've become um, we've become immune to the sheriff's office sending out a letter saying a backpack has been found with a gun. And I can show you these. We get these emails maybe once every two weeks now where they found a gun in a student's backpack. And it's like now you're becoming immune to it. The other day, and you can see it, you can Google this, the other day at a middle school here in Winston-Salem, they found a gun in a kid's backpack. And so the letters are coming out. The notification comes out from the sheriff's department because it's not our county police. It's not our city police department. It's the sheriff's department who are the resource officers here. They send out communication. And ever since that Mount Tabor High School shooting, and this is all all on the Internet, ever since that Mount (coughs) Tabor High School shooting, we get email notifications that say, Another gun found in the student's backpack. Yeah. No, one, no one was harmed. The student will be, you know, tra- in- investigated for bringing the gun on part- right. property. It's a canned right. response. And my the teachers and I are sitting around saying, now the only thing they're doing is changing the name of the school. And that's mm. sad. Wow. The only wow. thing in that letter that's changing is the name of the school. The student died, the one that got shot at the high school. Oh, no. Oh. It has wrecked our community, and and it just went to Salem, you know, Wake Forest. Um, It's that area. It's not a big
0: city. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm very familiar with it. So go ahead.
2: Where are they
0: getting the guns? Your name, students, class, incident after incident. First question. So, uh, again, did they Here's – I'm just following up on Sherry's question. When they investigate the shooting, and and in this case, did they say where the gun – came from did they come from did they get it from their parents home did they get it on the street
2: no they got it on the street and what's okay. happening is younger and younger out here in in, in this city and and again we can look it up on the internet it's very yeah, go
0: ahead.
2: that mm-hmm. that these kids are getting involved and they're just they're they're so i, I say you. drop these okay. kids off in chicago and new york somewhere they wouldn't even know what to do with themselves but right. got
0: gotcha. you i got saying, you let me let me yeah. move on i i got you all right so what i'm taking out of it from this one, so her suggestion is, and and she's in the school. We got to do. We got to have metal detectors. That's what. That's that's your your solution. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, Kevin. What what? How does George Floyd fit into this? Well, well, well. I just wanted to make two points. But uh, no, I, listen. Excuse me. No, Kevin. Kevin. I I'm running the show now. I'm. we i've got a lot these folks are calling in about this. I I'm focusing on guns in schools. And I see here you called and I'm it, it and I did say we're not open line, but I'm asking you what is what's George Floyd got to do with this? That's all I'm asking. If it's not if it if it's not related to our topic, then can I ask you to call back? Um I <laughs> Yeah. I, okay. I'll- okay. Thank you. Um, See, so, you know, and I'm going to say this. You know, don't please. You know, if how I don't. How do I say this? When you know what we what you know. Here's the instructions. First name, state, topic. We're not open line. And and then Kevin just goes, I don't care. So no problem, Kevin. Just th- th- let me let, let me go to the phones. Mike from Colorado, 38 after the hour. Thank you for holding. Go ahead.
4: Good morning, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. trust you and your staff are doing well. Yes. Uh, you and I are of, are of a certain age of, of, I think, pretty close to the same age.
5: But and you're, you're on.
4: right. When we were in school we didn't have guns and we, re- we didn't have knives. We either farted out at recess or we farted out on the way home from school. Right. And that that's the way you dealt with a bully. You know, you might not beat him, but you make it hard for him to bully you. Uh, kids don't have that access now. They're not taught to defend themselves. They're taught to run, tell the teacher. Um, I think one solution, that ain't going to be the be-all, but metal detectors are probably going to help. They've had them in inner-city schools for a long time, so... Maybe it needs to be a, a a more widely spread process.
0: All right. So your 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 vote is for metal detectors.
4: Yeah, and like I said, I don't think that's the only thing to do, but oh,
0: I agree. If you can keep I agree. from getting
4: the sc- Yeah, if you can keep them from getting them into the school, you know, then okay. that stops it happening in the school. It may happen on the street, but it won't happen in the school.
0: Got you, uh, Reginald, North Carolina. First time caller to the Madison show, 40 after, and then I'll, we'll take Reginald's uh, suggestion and then go to uh, a break. Give you a chance to call in, 1 801 8255. Go ahead, Reginald.
6: Hey, from North Carolina, Joe. Good morning, crew. Thanks for what you
0: do. God bless. Uh, calling on the topic of the
6: school. Yeah. yeah I, I worked over here in uh, Cumberland County, that's over North Carolina. Uh, yeah. We just had a seat net up football game on Friday at Sydney First High in the Observer which the lady from Wilson salem has spoke about, you know, we we'll get masked emails. if we are doing all weekend. I'm at an elementary income in the Also, I'm originally from Robinson County. If you look on the Robinsonia, uh October the 4th, a child goes to school with a gun in a bag due to the parents. That's the same topic she talking about, what we're going to do about it. Uh, going back to the Robinson County, said a woman charged after gun discovering an elementary student bag, as you said, in the pants. What the pants going to do, they charge it. They're going to hold this pants liable for the gun being in a backpack or a bag for elementary student. Also, we need to just turn from our wicked ways. As well.
0: Okay, I, I, I agree. I mean, no one can disagree with that, turn away from our wicked ways. Uh, all right, but there are folks who won't turn away. So what I'm asking, what listen, what I'm asking, guys, is how do we make schools safer? uh, And in particular, addressing this issue, I mean, yesterday, there were like three, I guess, and it's happening all over. And and we're not, in some places, it's not making news. It's just not making news like the national news. So what should... Schools do to prevent shootings in the schools Ki- because kids are bringing their guns into the school building, and that's what I'm asking.
6: Well, most schools I know go um, over here in uh, this area of North Carolina. Uh, they do have metal detectors. At the they, they do Hawaii have area.
0: metal detectors. Okay. Yes,
6: got it. Uh, and, the bus, and so, but transportation is a part of it that is is not secure. You know, one day enter on the bus and call out, or you have to drive to go. You, you wanna no, okay.
0: You know, right. okay, all right, okay, all right. Forty two after on Madison one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. I mean, you can, you know, radio is theater of the mind. Let's say you have a high school. 2,000 students at a high school. Every morning, uh, the children have to go through, and staff people, too, a metal detector or metal detectors. Um... Is that a solution? Is there some drawback to that? And this is why I'm asking administrators, teachers, parents, resource officers, you know, policemen can get in, on law enforcement folks can get in on this too. Because quite honestly, it's going to continue to happen. And the thing I'm, I'm taking away from at least the first few calls we've had is accessibility to guns, and you know what? To be honest, we're not going to be able to keep children from buying guns on the street because that's why I asked her: where Where are they getting the guns? And then um, one teacher in North Carolina, she said they got the guns on the street, and in some cases, other cases, these these children are get, taking bringing the gun from their homes. So it's access. Getting them on the street suggests there's an adult involved in getting well, these guns and selling them. Well, or, or, or a gang member who may or may not be an adult. It, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. That's a, all right, 1-866-801-8255. I mean, that's a criminal activity if they're buying guns on the street. So, so okay, that's, that's law enforcement. That's law enforcement. That's the source. If it's about home, if, if they're bringing it from home, that's where parents have got to, maybe we better lock these guns up instead of putting them in the nightstand or, you know, because folks, again, that's the whole Second Amendment question. Oh, God, don't want to get into that. How do you prevent these shootings? Look, how we can't just keep reporting, news people just can't keep reporting, Shooting, shooting, shoot, now we have lockdown drills where we used to have fire drills now it's you know shooting drills. We have got to address this, and that 's why the lines are people are calling in one eight six six, and I appreciate your calls, so teachers, parents, administrators, resource officers, your calls right after this forty five after the hour
1: Addison, thank you. Uh, We're so glad you're okay, we're sorry that you had to go through this. So if you could just tell us, you know, what happened, what did you hear, what did you go through?
2: Well, I was in the classroom, and all of a sudden, we heard these shots. And then we heard people screaming, so then we all, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, we all got up and we ran to the wall, and we just sat there, but what happened with our door is our teacher wasn't in the classroom, so it did not have a lock. So we were all pretty scared. And then our teacher, well, the teacher that was in there, had this great idea to move the bookshelf in front of the door. So we did that. And then we just waited.
0: I mean, it is fascinating and sad. It really is sad to have to interview students day in, day out, coast to coast, as I pointed out, if there's any issue... <clears throat> that transcends everything and and who we are, race, politics. It's it's this issue. And we're brainstorming. What so what do we do? So far, metal detectors seem to be winning the argument. We gotta have metal detectors. Uh Mohammed from Rhode Island is a first time caller. And we're going to get to all your calls, even though we're at the top of the hour. We'll just carry this over into the next hour. And I do appreciate, I do appreciate your calls, Mohammed. Go ahead.
7: All right, Joe. I first want to say that this is a this problem. I think we're asking the wrong question, Joe. With all due respect, I think the problems that are facing us in terms of violence in the streets are just so tremendous that we cannot stop them. The laws. These legislatures are putting out there, putting guns on the street. There's so many kids selling guns on the street. But the question that I ask as a parent, and that I, that I've been doing, is, what can I do about it? I can't put my kids in public schools. I take my kids to parochial schools, not because I'm religious.
0: Well, I'm then, <clears> but whoa, whoa, well, well, stop! They have shootings at charter schools, parochial schools. So, and that's when I said this transcends. All of that. So that your premise is now, well, this is public schools. This is not just public schools, Mohammed. So I'm, that's why I stopped you. You know, because so, so you, 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 the solution is, well, let's take them out of public schools and put them in private or parochial schools. Well, it happens in those schools, too. Uh, Joe.
7: You're probably right around my No, area, no,
0: I <clears throat> stop. I am not probably right. I am right so 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 that argument doesn't fly.
7: But the larger point, Joe, that I'm trying to say is we cannot protect these schools. There's too many guns and too many kids that are willing to pull those triggers. Well, what are the parents supposed to do in this
0: case? Well, that excuse me. You just got through telling me that we're asking the wrong questions. Now l- listen, you just you just said we're I with all due respect, Mr. Madison, you're asking the wrong we're asking the wrong question and then you turn around and ask the very question that I'm asking. <laughs>
7: Well, you're right,
0: I'll go back, back. I'll go back to, I think it's the wrong question. We can't protect these kids. George. But you just no question and about you, it. oh you, Muhammad, you just asked the very question that you say is the wrong question. You're not offering a solution. Your first solution was, oh, I'm not, I can't put my kids in public schools, so I've got them in a parochial school. And then what happens when the shooting takes place at private schools, parochial schools, charter schools? And then you go right back, and I only have a minute left to ask the question, What do we do about it? And you're not, and, and so you're stating the problem, but you're not giving a solution. All I, I want, I say we're brainstorming. What would well, be, what, no, listen, you're not listening. What would be your solution? My solution in my situation
7: that has worked for the last 10 years. Is the fact that I took all my kids out of this public school because I, I am in mean, a bad district where violence was prevalent and all things were happening that were wrong? I took them to Catholic schools. And I'm now, what happens? What what, hap-
0: what do you do? What do you do when the sh- a shooting takes place at a, at a Catholic school? Well, I haven't had that problem. What so do you do? All right, Catholic. thank you. I I fine. God bless you. I'm glad that you you haven't had that problem. But but there are parents on the line that have had that problem. Okay, so your, your situation, thank you. Richard from Georgia. Good morning. Four minutes after the hour. Let's get right back to the phone calls. Go ahead, Richard.
1: I'm um, a little curious. Uh, I have a question, uh, but also at the same time. Uh, 50 years ago, I was a student, uh, graduate student intern In Kentucky and at that time when we went into the schools uh, one of the schools we went into they already had the metal detectors and there was a certain degree of detainment that took place as you went through with people who were there just making sure that the students were safe Uh, with the position that I've had in recent years when I've gone through schools I've seen the same thing with metal detectors. So I think the schools are doing as much as they can and did a good job. But with the shooting yesterday, the one thing that I noticed very quickly, they showed the picture of the young man at uh, the Arlington School, and he was an African American. I've never seen a picture, and I realized he was 18. I've never seen that picture before of a student who has been guilty of shooting. Now the other thing. Oh no! That, well, that, is-
0: whoa, 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 whoa! That you know, it, first of all, it, 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 let, let, uh, they 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 don't usually show photographs of minors. Now, I, I, that's pretty much standard practice. But clearly, news media, if that person is considered an adult, that, that, there's no hesitation to show the photographs. And that, and quite honestly, and that, and and that's, and, and that's an, I mean, that's a honest fact. Mm Mm-hmm. That
1: was the question I had. Okay. And it went back to the same thing with Columbine. Uh, It seems like uh, with Columbine and some of these other shootings that took place in October, if I recall correctly, what they'd said was it was because of Hitler's birthday, Uh, And I'm just wondering if this is the case that was taking place within the last couple of days. Look,
0: look, we know, guys, look, see, again, you're not offering a solution. But here's the deal. The The shootings, at least these last few days, the media, the news media has, in essence, said most of the shootings were it started with a fight. Some kind of confrontation was in a couple of them. And then the other one was uh, one of the students felt he was being bullied. Uh, so they always give if they know the 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 reason. Let's deal with so uh, so uh, all right. So that that answers that question that you brought up.
1: And I needed the questions to be answered in order to give my solution.
0: All right, now go to your solution. Solution is the
1: schools. Are doing a lot. They've done a good job. I've noticed that because I'm going into the
0: schools. That's things, not a solution. That's currently. a result. Oh,
1: but here's where I'm going. Okay. Get I there.
0: Mean. Yeah, but you gotta got to get there. Excuse me. Point. Excuse me. You have to get there. I've got every line full and let's, and, and we're brainstorming, get to the solution so that then I can, and people can respond. What is your solution?
5: Okay.
1: It's a policing issue. It's about the removal and to go after the gun sources in the first place. Okay. It's to look at the legislation. Texas uh, just has uh, okayed something uh, oh, about yeah. being able to carry guns openly. Right. Texas, right. with that mentality, they were asking uh, people not not to follow what laws were trying to implement to go after the, the gun dealers,
5: to yeah.
1: illegal guns on the street Uh, Basically, but it's the mentality. It's policing. The schools are working. I give the schools credit. But if we do our job, we support the legislation to remove these guns. That's been out there for how long? And all these shootings have continued for how long? So, you know, the thing is, um, again, as we brainstorm, uh, basically, people need to vote. And people need to legislate and say, this could happen to my child, my grandson, my granddaughter.
0: Okay, got you. All right, thank Thank you. you. No, thank you. Raymond, were you going to say something? I I mean... I think you're both absolutely right. And this recent Texas shooting, what was it, just yesterday at Timberview School? The suspect was 18 years old. He's the one that had a gun. He's adult. Yes, don't know where he got it, but you're absolutely, and his picture has been all over the news. Because he's 18. Now, if he was 16, they they probably would not have done it. Uh, Let me go to Raymond, Texas.
8: Hey, Joe, thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. I'm sorry that we're becoming numb to this unless it hits our own neighborhood. We have an additional pandemic, but we've had this pandemic for a long time. I want to get to your question directly. Since we won't restrict access to guns in states like mine, where leaders have increased access, we need to do all of the above. We need metal detectors. We need mental health resources. We need conflict resolution training. Uh, Earlier this week in Houston, we had a shooting at Yes Prep Southwest where a principal was shot. And right right after that, I contacted uh, Governor Abbott's office, my representative uh, Sessions in Israel. and, uh, And I was talking about metal detectors at that point in time. But look, these things happen so quickly. Here's another shooting this same week. So we become numb to it. We can't become numb to it. We need to do something about it. And I thank you for talking about it.
0: All right, let's go to the next caller. Anthony, state of Texas, by the way, and let's go, Anthony. Hey, thank you for holding. Hey, hey good morning. Uh,
9: so I was, um, uh, many years ago, I was a police officer, and I was in the uh, D.A.R.E. program, which you probably remember.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I remember but, that, yeah. Yeah,
9: right. so, but more recently, within the, over the past 10 years, I've been a part of a program called The OK program, which stands for Our Kids, which is primarily for inner city African-American youth. The unique thing about this program, Joe, and I'm not hearing anyone talk about this, is that it's a mentoring program. It's a collaboration between law enforcement, the school district, which is also the city, and the community, community businesses, who provide resources, drinks, money, and churches. Donations. This is my concern. I'm hearing everyone call and talk about what needs to be done in the community, and and maybe they're good. The 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 metal detectors and all these things that people are talking about are responses. But as black men, and I was I'm the, I was the mentor coordinator. Now I'm just a mentor, but I was the mentor co- coordinator for a while. Black men. Get off your behinds and get out here and mentor these young black men whose fathers might be incarcerated, whose parents might be incarcerated, who have issues. I was one of those kids. Get out here. Get off your butts. It's so hard to get you all because I'm out there. I know I'm asking you all to come to volunteer four hours on a Saturday during the school year, once a month. If we got enough of you all to come out, we'd be able to get something done. We'd be able to make a change. We are making change. This program, the OK program was started by a deputy chair friend of mine, uh, Donald Northcross, in Northern California. It's now in Little Rock, Omaha. It's coming to Houston. You folks in Houston, you black men in Houston because, and no sliding to our black women who are amazing, but this is for black men mentoring African-American youth in schools. The officers are in schools. The resource officers are actually running the program in schools. They monitor grades. They monitor behavior. They visit uh, homes. They deal with parents. They help. The kids come to us, to the officers, to report certain things, crimes, Mm -hmm. things like that. Go to OKProgram.org, OurKids.org. You guys in Houston, get involved. You want to change the community? Get involved. Get off your huh. butts, black man, because it's too hard. And you black churches, we come to y'all, we ask for donations. You know we getting donations from white churches and not from black ones. That doesn't make any sense to me, Joe, and I appreciate you giving me the time. But it's an amazing program, and that's how we're going to
0: make change. We'll- George from New Jersey, 13 after the hour. Go ahead, George. Uh, good morning,
7: Mr. Madison. Know, I'm, I'm a former school board member, and like, this is a, um, like, your worst nightmare as a school board member. And while metal detectors are great, I think what you have to do is create an atmosphere in the schools where children and teachers feel comfortable telling someone, that where teachers know their students, know who's acting differently, what's going on. And also I believe school and resource officers are important, not just police officers, but people trained to be in the schools, trained to know how children act and when something's going on, whether it's a, a gang fight, a fight over a girl, these things don't happen in a vacuum. So I think we need to have those things in place to uh, help
6: prevent school shootings.
0: All right. Thank you. Uh, moving right along, one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. 801 8255 Mark
5: from Maryland. Hi, Mark. Joe, uh, good morning. Joe, let me first apologize um, uh, for respectfully, full disclosure. I, I did speak to you Monday, but I'm a Baltimore City Public School employee and this did. This is no psych. So close to me, so I hope you don't mind if I call it again. Go ahead. Thank you so much, So, so Joe, so so many things have been said the last couple of callers that are so true. But we, have, I really believe one of the solutions is we really need to go really hardcore at wraparound services in and outside of the school because here in Baltimore City, particularly in the school where I am, uh, where I am, we do have. Uh, quite a bit of services within the school, but once they're outside of the schools, like just last like the late news started last night here in Baltimore City with a breaking story of a mass shooting in East Baltimore where five where six people were shot, one lady died, 38 years old, and as young as 16 years old was shot. We need extended service out in the community that is, you know, I'm sorry to say maybe have to be twenty four seven in all of these parties, Baltimore City, we were three hundred and forty-nine uh three hundred and thirty-nine murders last year, and we're on track to surpass that this year. So we need to get to the core of what is hurting our children so much that they feel that they have to pull the trigger. What is what is involved, what is grabbing them opposed to us as parents, as teachers, leaders in the community? How do we get to them and say, hey, Whatever pain yourself, suffering, we can help you through it so that you don't hurt someone else. Because as the saying goes, hurt people hurt people. Thank you all so right. much, Joe. I appreciate your time.
0: Yeah, And, you know, Mark, let me uh, say this to you. I want all these yahoos who, and, and trolls who call up my show and tweet or whatever they do. And always try to put us on the spot by saying, well, why don't y'all deal with this? Why don't y'all deal with that? Now, let me tell you why I'm saying this. My lines have been full ever since I brought up this topic. And every person online, I assume it'll stay this way, have expressed what, Mark? Concern. Concern. See, that's why I get, I'm not playing with these yahoos i'm not playing with these people who try to flip the script who don't think we care about our community and i just want folks to who who are listening see and and because they ought to be sitting where i'm sitting looking at our, our our board the calls coming in every line is full because people care and that's why i hang up on these fools that's why i hang up on these folks they they know we care they just try to flip the script cuz if we talk about by the way black lives matter right mark black lives matter yes sir and 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 so don't ever call me again and they know who they are and try to 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 suggest that we don't care, we don't reach out. we don't have programs, because what you're hearing are parents, adults who care. I just wanted to add that to your uh, to your comments and everybody else's. Uh, let's take the next caller, Sonia, first- time caller from North Carolina. <laughs> Go right ahead. Thank you for holding.
3: Yes, um, I have two suggestions to add to the pot. All those things whether that were said earlier are much needed, but one of the things uh, that I'd like to add to the pot is that parents be held criminally criminally liable when students are found in possession of guns on school campuses. Whenever they, whenever students uh, don't report to school that there's truancy, parents get a letter saying that that they're, that they're liable for that. So I'm thinking that we may need to look at adding that. Um, I'm, a, have without saying too much, I'm just going to say it. Uh, my job is, is I work for the schools and whenever students are, are, um, are facing expulsion, I actually hear the cases. So this is near and dear to my heart, but one of the things that I'm hearing uh, this year in particular, social media and, um, being a lot of the, the the disagreements happening on social media and they bring this stuff to school. And so one of the things that I was another solution that I'd like to pose is that uh that that uh, the social media sites uh those that that industry be held uh, to to a standard where they could be criminally liable uh, uh for for uh for their participation in this cuz almost every case that I I've, I've had to deal with uh, that had something to do with with um, this violence or something, a violent situation occurring on campus. The kids are saying it started on social media and they brought it to campus. That's all I want to say. All
0: right, thank you. Twenty after will continue one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. This conversation started um, with two issues that I said I was going to bring up. And that is, uh, again, students giving firsthand accounts of shootings at a Texas high school. And by the way, I'm not picking on Texas. It's happening coast to coast. I've said it, and I'll say it again. It transcends everything, race, gender, age, economics. Look, uh, we've had rich kids. Who have pulled out guns and and uh for various reasons and gone to schools and shot people. So it's this is not just inner city public schools. This trend this that's why I was trying to tell the caller from Rhode Island. Come on. When I say it transcends, it transcends. And when I watch the news and I see it happening here, it happening there, and and all over. I think about God. It, it, I'm 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 praying it doesn't happen at my grandson's high school. I'm praying it doesn't happen at a junior high school. And so I said, let's brainstorm. Now the first thing we started with was the question of how do you keep the guns from getting. How, how do you how do you keep the guns from getting into the school? Because some of these shootings take place inside the school. Um, then of course, folks say, okay, well then I'll just I'll I'll wait till I I wait till I get outside the school. Um, how do we make? This is how I started the show. How do we make our schools safer? Our schools should be a, what word do I want to use? A island of security. I, I mean, I make, I, I'm I, you know, really, haven. a haven. That's really, a, the schools ought to be a haven of security if there's a if there's any place that children should not worry about being harmed, it should be in 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 schools. A haven. Your calls right after this with Madison, the Black Eagle, and and again, keep the calls coming. I'll, this is and I uh, this is this is important and i say to my yahoo listeners don't ever don't don't start with me this morning don't start with me any day telling me my community doesn't care these are caring people some of them are very active they're doing things so don't you sit back in your neighborhood and then ask me about well, why aren't they doing this in my neighborhood? We care. I'm Madison on Sirius XM Urban View. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.